0: Good morning. Today is Monday, June 15th, 2020. The Rambam Maimonides, one of the greatest scholars uh, ever, Uh, he died about just over 800 years ago, and in his middle to later years, his profession was that he was a doctor, full-time. In addition to being one of the greatest scholars and teachers and Jewish leaders that we've ever had. And, not surprisingly, he wrote a number of works on medicine. And we have, I have in my library, a couple of volumes of the collected medical works of Maimonides. And he also included quite a bit of medical knowledge and medical advice in his main work on Jewish law, Mishnah Torah—that's his main contribution to Jewish law, his master work, Mishnah Torah—and uh, there is a section that deals with medicine and medical advice, and that should not be surprising to uh, to anyone, as we have been repeating, certainly over the last number of weeks, um, that medical advice and following that advice is a part of Torah and is required by halacha, is required by Jewish law. So it makes sense that a work on Jewish law would include medical guidelines. Now there is a concept that has been accepted over a number of centuries and that is the specific advice of what the Rambam says, like the specific details we do not necessarily follow unless they are supported by doctors today. And the same thing applies to, for example, the Talmud. The Talmud has a lot of medical guidance. There were sages who were doctors there, and there's a lot of medical discussions there. And we do not necessarily follow the specific uh, guidelines or treatments in the Talmud unless they are supported by contemporary medical experts because we have a concept of nishtanu hateva that uh, people's, Metabolism changes over time. People's physiology changes over time. What is healthy, what is not healthy, that changes over time. So we don't follow the specific advice unless it is supported by the medical experts of our own generation. But when you review what the Rambam wrote about medicine in his Mishneh Torah, it is clear that to the Rambam, the main component of good health and avoiding illness is diet, what you eat. Now, that's not such earth-shattering news, but it is interesting to hear it from 850 years ago and um, the emphasis on this with everything else being secondary, is really very, very interesting to learn about. The Rambam writes that exercise is also very important. Obviously, the Rambam writes that following doctor's orders, taking the correct medicines, of course, those are all important to good health and avoiding illness, but... It is clear and it's repeated over and over by the Rambam in his uh, halakhic work and certainly in his medical work. I'm talking about even in his halakhic work that the biggest impact on our overall health is what we eat. And with that backdrop, I want to share with you a fascinating new study that just came out by medical researchers I saw it in the Jerusalem Post, but it was published elsewhere as well. Now, the concept of what I'm going to share is not new. You may be familiar with this, but how precise it is, is new, and it's absolutely fascinating. So, it's been long known that what we eat not only affects our overall health, but it affects the uh, medical treatments that we are undergoing. It has an effect. So for example, a person who is undergoing chemotherapy, God forbid for cancer. So chemotherapy, we've known, doctors have known for a long time that the, uh, the outcome of chemo drugs will also depend on a person's diet and what a person eats can affect the effectiveness or uh, non-effectiveness of the treatment. But what is new is how small a detail in diet, how gigantic a difference it can make. For example, the human body contains over 1,000 species of microorganisms that play a major role in digesting and processing the food that we eat and the nutrients that we absorb. What researchers found is that by changing or adding a single one of them, for example, changing or adding a single amino acid can transform the effect that a drug of chemotherapy has. But listen to how much it is. They found that by Adding a single amino acid, that's a minor, seemingly insignificant change out of thousands and thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of different components, adding or changing one of them could have the effect of increasing the toxicity of a drug by up to 100 times. Dr. Wen Fan Kei is the lead author of this study, and he found that, again, adding or changing a single amino acid could cause that a drug that without this change is therapeutic and with this minor, almost seemingly insignificant change can be toxic, can be lethal, the, the difference between therapeutic and lethal in a single amino acid. and What that means is that the work of doctors going forward will be not only to prescribe the correct drugs, but also perhaps, based on this research and others, perhaps to also give detailed dietary guidelines and perhaps even tailor-made microbe cocktails in order to make sure that the drug that is being given is therapeutic and not, God forbid, toxic. So I think the lesson for today is eat healthy, stay healthy, and continue to learn the rumbum, because there's a lot of good advice there. So I want to wish you a wonderful day. Enjoy the beautiful weather, but stay safe, and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.